3: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmett. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to
4: you. Thanks for coming along today, the uh, Monday edition. I gave the Altoid box a shock, a little mm-hmm. shake there, like a greeting. That's like it's the green weenie.
5: What's the green weenie?
4: What? The green weenie? You don't know what the green weenie is? No. Nineteen. Okay, this guy. Okay, I should expect you to know this. Like nineteen sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Okay. Pirates, pirates. Really good team. Bob Prince. Okay. Came up with a thing, the green weenie, that you would shake at the opponents. Oh. And put a hex on them. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was like a thing that he like you know in his mind of course. So then some entrepreneur. Might have been like a local supermarket. I have one. Our friend Jay Slocum, one of our listeners, gave our friend Jay Slocum a green weenie. It's a.
5: It's is it like a stuffed thing?
4: No, it... it's um, it's a plastic like pickle weenie thing. Okay. it's maybe I don't know six six inches, and it's filled with like little rice or little bean thing, and mm. you shake it, it makes but a the, noise. But the
5: rice and beans have been in there since 1967. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah, I'm not right. going to seek out the green weenie.
4: I got the Altoid box. Okay, that's, that's a...
5: good. Is that kind of makes the same kind of noise? Is mm-hmm. that what you're doing? Kind of.
4: You know That's what made me think of it. Oh, okay, yeah. that's mm-hmm. why I said that.
5: Yeah, I've, I I never heard of that. I've I have
4: check it out. Look it up sometime, Chrissy. Maybe you look it up, please. Please. That's your first year That's your first job here. He's is the producer. She's going. She's Great. Excited. Great. I'm gonna Google. search the right. green weenie. Great. <laughs> Anyway,
5: which probably in today's world is just a bad idea
6: <laughs> <laughs> Just skip it, Christy. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that. I mean, oh, what the heck? Oh, my gosh.
4: Well, you're anxious. You hold on to those papers like it's your last job. Huh?
5: you saying that to me?
4: Yeah. Oh, well, that's. you want the top forward four. No, no, no. I'm talking green weenie.
5: Right. I'm. <laughs> I was just thinking about the show as it was getting ready to develop here, John, just contemplating what was ahead of us.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. Three a curveball. Yeah. All right. You want to go? You want to jump into it?
5: Well, sure. I want to. Jo- I also want to say a couple things.
4: <laughs> to me or to our audience?
5: Uh, well, a couple things to you right. and a couple things about the show. Okay. Uh, coming up on today's show. This is to me? Yes. <laughs> this is to the listening audience. At 535, we're going to have a conversation about why people can't have conversations.
4: <laughs> that should be a good conversation yeah, it's a trend.
5: people feel like they can't share their true opinion in public people can't say what they really think if they're at a dinner party maybe they're at you know a block party a wedding whatever. or whatever Somewhere. people feel like they have to self-censor some people at
4: all times and I get that. Some the majority
5: people do that. of people are saying that they feel like it. Talk about that. All right. John at 535. Also, the cost of control, why we crave control, the anxiety it gives us, and the real power God promises. Sharon Hody Miller at 510.
4: Okay. I have some thoughts about that, but I'm not going to tell you.
5: What? Some thoughts about control? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, it's afraid, a, it's, I'm afraid a, to bring that up. <laughs> of course. You can talk to your therapist about it. Uh, plus 450, regretted baby names.
4: Mm, I should mm. never have named him that. Oh, how about Gwyneth Paltrow? She named her baby Apple. Apple. Mm-hmm. Does she, she regret that? No, she probably doesn't regret that. Probably not. That. Hey, Apple. Because
5: once it's your child and that's what you call yeah. them, yeah. you can't say, well, like, I really don't like that name anymore.
4: Right. The story in our family was that they were going to call me Floyd. That's my grandfather's name. And I was like, whew, dodge that one. Hey, Floyd's here. That was a close party, call. Party, party. Floyd's here. That was a close that call. That sure was.
5: And Greg Clugston, live from the nation's capital, coming up in just a little bit. Also, right. um, I may have developed a shellfish allergy. <laughs> we'll also talk about that <laughs> and many more things Oh my gosh! over the next two hours. All
4: right. Well, that's a heck of a lot to mm-hmm. unpack right there. All right. I kind of missed the green weenie conversation, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway, without further ado, Cap, please, News stories of the day. Give us the top four at four.
5: For Monday, John
4: and Christy, mm-hmm.
5: and the rest of you,
4: uh,
5: August 22nd, 2022. It's kind of like a throwaway for our is. audience. Number one. Kind of like the rest of you. Like <laughs> no, I mean, no, people, I meant, you're right.
4: Right? Seriously. I should have
5: said to the listening audience, it's Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Thank you. And to the rest of you people here in the studio.
4: There you go. I feel better.
5: Number one. Russian paratrooper Pavel Filatyev fled Russia this week and published a 141-page journal of the war in Ukraine, detailing some particulars about what has happened in the South. Mm. His account is in the Washington Post today. It is absolutely worth a read, and it paints a picture of an ill-equipped force, a demoralized group of people, and this is a quote. Due to artillery shelling, some villages nearby practically ceased to exist. Everyone was getting angrier and angrier. Some grandmother poisoned our pies. Almost everyone got a fungus. Some people's teeth fell out. Many discussed how, when they return, and they're just talking about Russian soldiers here, they will hold the command accountable for lack of provision and incompetent leadership. Some began to sleep on duty because of fatigue. Sometimes we managed to catch a wave of the Ukrainian radio where they poured dirt on us, called us orcs which only embittered us even more, and all I can say is I survived, unlike many others. My conscience tells me that I must try somehow to stop this madness. We did not have the moral right to attack another country,
4: especially the people closest to us. Mm -hmm. That's the top layer of war is hell.
5: Number two. One of the worst droughts on record in Europe has parched the continent's major waterways. But in this instance, it is super interesting. The low levels of the Danube River have showed a long-submerged village and World War II-era battleships. And if you haven't seen the pictures, you have to check it out. It's absolutely crazy. They're calling it a graveyard of sunken German warships. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. They're also still filled with explosives and ammunition. Mm -hmm. The vessels were part of a Nazi Black Sea fleet that sank in 1915. 1944 while fleeing Soviet forces more ships are expected to be found lodged in the river sandbanks loaded with unexploded ordnance the estimates are 10,000 explosive devices that are still live that are in that water I mean there are other things like there's a, a Roman bridge that was built during the first century that wow. was uncovered under the Tiber River How um, I the water. Mean, it's, it, it's been it is so hot in, here, in Europe.
4: We have all this water in Pittsburgh. It is Washington, so hot PA. in
5: Europe. It's Anyway, ships now have to squeeze through a 110-yard stretch of the Danube, which mm. is nearly half of the available waterways wow. to which they have become accustomed. Number three, John. Almost half of second-year college students say they would not choose to be roommates with someone who supported a different presidential candidate.
6: Whatever.
5: I mean, a majority say they also wouldn't go on a date with someone who voted differently. Mm. And nearly two-thirds of them say they couldn't see themselves marrying someone who backed any different candidate. These are the findings of a new online NBC News Generation Lab poll of the class of 2025 as they begin their second year of college.
4: Check the box.
5: Democratic respondents, John, much more opposed to rooming with someone who voted differently in 2020. 62% of Democratic respondents said they would probably not or definitely not room with such a person compared with respondent Republican respondents, which are only at 28%. Oh. So apparently the Dems are more upset right now than the Republicans. And number four, just before Mass on Sunday, parishioners right here at St. Boniface Roman Catholic Church in Pittsburgh's north side got a zap the large church was struck by lightning. Lightning hit the dome of the church at 8.55 a.m. There were about 150 people in the church preparing for mass when the bolt hit and apparently caused a thunderous crashing sound according to today's trip. Uh, apparently it damaged some tiles on the roof also caused part of the church's electricity, phone, and internet to stop functioning temporarily, but no one was hurt. Mm-hmm. St. Boniface, if you're keeping track, is nearly 100 <laughs> years old fabulous. and on the National Register of Historic Places. And
4: that's your top four at four. Thank you. I mean, the storms over the weekend were intense. I mean, the lightning, we were did outside you, at one point. Did, did
5: you it. see the photographs from Dave DiCello?
4: No. Oh, yes, Pittsburgh I did. Pittsburgh photographer oh, extraordinaire. They are
5: unbelievable how about the you
4: know all those storms are going on and those guys are on top of mount washington like you want to be up there next I mean, to the are railing you kidding me no thank you
5: next to the railing holding onto the railing. exactly it's not a good what place to be all
4: right take a quick break as we do always on the uh, monday show first guest up out of the chute greg clugston we go to the white house next pittsburgh's christian talk it's the ride home here on word fm 101.5
7: I'm
2: Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you each day to open the Word of God and ask for His input. And I'm convinced the challenges we face in today's world are more spiritual than they are political or economic. Exploring God's Word together is refreshing. It equips us for everything that comes our way. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD.
8: Before
9: Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had...
1: Our biblical beliefs about marriage, human sexuality, and gender are increasingly countercultural. In fact, our views are often considered offensive and infringing on personal freedom. Sometimes this makes Christians look like the bad guys.
12: How should we respond? Request your copy of the book Being the Bad Guys, available today at truthforlife.org.
8: In marriage, life has a way of. Pulling you up. Hey, honey. part. But Family Life's Weekend to Remember marriage getaway helps you come back together. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Join us in Pittsburgh, September 23rd through the 25th, or in Akron, October 14th through the 16th.
13: Brought us a lot closer together.
8: Register today and save 50% through September 19th at WeekendToRemember.com.
1: When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Robinson Township Christian School. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions.
4: In the heart of the nation's capital, Greg Clugston joins us live from the White House. Greg Clugston is the SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, happy Monday to you. How are things? Hey, things are great, John. Very good, good to be back with you and Kathy. Hi. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Greg. Yeah, Thank you.
5: good to see you, Greg. Yeah, okay, nice. let's start with the president. Um, so the the midterms are coming up faster than any of us um. Wish they were, because that means that our phones are going to be ringing. I'm going to be mm. getting, you know, random text messages from people I've never heard of and who are not yeah. in my district. Um, but the president, I know this is a, a big push for any president. Talk about how President Biden is handling it.
14: Right. Well, it's interesting because the president's uh, wrapping up his first really extended vacation uh, of his presidency this week. Uh, he's been in South Carolina. He's now back in Delaware. But uh, he's back at the White House this Wednesday. And on Thursday, he's not traveling far at first. On Thursday, he's going to be uh, in Maryland, in neighboring Montgomery County, Maryland, just across the, the Washington, D.C. line. So it's just a, a few minutes away. But it's uh, it's, a, it's a grassroots Democratic uh, Party-sponsored rally and event, uh, fundraiser, all the rest. And it's just a signal of what is to come. As you point out, uh, this is what presidents and politicians do as we grip toward the, the midterm elections. And again, historically, the party in power in the White House often loses ground in the House and Senate races on Capitol Hill. That has been the story that everybody has been talking about in terms of political uh, predictions for the for the last number of months. but there have been a, a few changes over these last number of weeks, whether it's the abortion ruling by the Supreme Court, whether it is a string of legislative accomplishments the democrats have been able to uh, to have the president sign into law just in the last couple of weeks And so and then also the type of Republican candidates that have won the primaries in a handful of states, including Pennsylvania uh, and around the country, how well they'll do in the general election. So those are all those are just three examples of some of the elements and factors that are going into play as we look at November.
4: Greg, Let's talk about the the Department of Justice and abortion. Uh, There is big news that uh, does have an impact across the country. Yeah. Yeah, you know, is two months ago the
14: Roe v. Wade decision overturned by the Supreme Court, and uh, we've heard about these trigger laws. These are books; these are laws on the books in various states that, if Roe was overturned, um, then and the issue went back to the local states, which it has now done. Then, at some period of time, one to two months after that uh, action by the Supreme Court, then these state laws would essentially uh, automatically, you know. Go into place. They'd they'd be triggered into action, and that's what's happening this Thursday in three states: Idaho, Tennessee, uh, and I think maybe Texas is the third one. I had to double check on that. But the Justice Department, so the Biden administration's Justice Department, is arguing, um, legally challenging the state law in Idaho, which is almost a near. Ban on b- abortions in the state, and th- again that 's taking effect starting Thursday. A judge at a hearing today listened to the challenge from the Justice Department and and was echoing some of the concerns of the Biden administration and this judge is going to uh, do a ruling issue a ruling by Wednesday to see what happens and a lot of other states are watching Idaho to see what happens in this first challenge, and that could that could show us what to expect as uh, other states are coming online with their own laws. <laughs>
5: This is going to get confusing, simply because now we're going to end up. Now we've got the abortion issue, which which left the judicial branch right at the at the overturn of the ruling, back to the legislative branch, and now it's being dragged back into the judicial branch.
14: Right, that's exactly what's happening, Kathy, and it's it's not a surprise. Uh, People on both sides, activists on both sides of the issue, knew that if. Row was overturned. That this would happen, but now we are actually living through it and starting to see it play out. It's a little messy. It is, you're right, going to be confusing. Already has been in some cases, um, and of course, then you're looking at pockets of the country that have have uh, vastly different rules when it comes to abortion and abortion restrictions. And a lot of pro-life uh, leaders and activists have been, um, you know, obviously w- wanting to to have this happen because they have a lot of support at the uh, the state and local level to do exactly what is starting to happen. So that's where we stand right now. Craig Kluxton with us, SRN News White House correspondent.
5: Okay, so let's talk about um, where how the Democratic Party Feels, um, and I'm not asking you to do like an emotional read, but what you hear uh, inside the Beltway. Now, you mentioned before that the opposing party is the one that's likely to make gains uh, in midterm elections. But I'm wondering how how the recent, you know, passage of I don't know what we're calling. Are we calling it the Inflation Bill or the Anti? I don't. know, We've called it so many things. Um, <laughs> the passage of that of that huge piece um, of legislation is going to impact how people are going to vote in November. Do we have any read? On that
14: well we don 't I mean obviously I mean we don 't have a read in, in in terms of how it actually is going to play with the voters, uh, obviously till we get closer to November or even then, but the White House and Democrats are rallying around these legislative accomplishments uh, after you know the the Biden legislation on a, on a variety of fronts was. Was just stalled uh, out in limbo. Yeah, limbo on Capitol Hill for months and months and months. And um, then there was just kind of this flurry of recent activity. So there was a gun safety law, for example, that was passed. You know, Republicans uh, primarily against it, and it was it was again much uh, much smaller in scope than what Democrats really had wanted. But they're they're going to promote that. They're going to promote this Inflation Reduction Act. I know there's been some talk about the labeling the name of that piece of legislation. Um, You know, the idea that there are a lot of nonpartisan analysts, not even including Republicans, who say have looked at that law and are are saying that, you know, the impact on inflation could be negligible, um, even with all the spending and all the rest. So it's really interesting to see um, exactly what the the messaging is going to be. But it is going to be a focus on accomplishment and then they're going to be flipping that question around the Democrats will to say, well, what are the Republicans saying how they will how, how they will deal with these problems if they gain control on Capitol Hill?
12: I wonder if that's only
4: in politics where you can call something something yeah. it doesn't really mean what it is, but people are still going to call it that anyway. And everybody nods their head. I guess it's just yeah. who we are.
14: Well, you know, the other thing is there are certain pieces of any legislation that, you know, when when someone just says, hey, what about this piece or what about this idea? And a lot of people say, hey, yeah, I like that. When you look at the entire piece of of legislation, Mm -hmm. uh, that's when there are sometimes a lot of problems and a lot of add-ons and tuck-ins and and all the rest. And so that's going to be interesting because and even when you talk about the abortion issue, uh, certainly there are any number of people on either side of the issue that are perhaps one issue voters Like abortion, that's their issue They're going to vote either pro-life right. or, or otherwise um, But that percentage of the total electorate Tends to be a lot smaller So when people say, well, the Supreme Court decision Is really going to motivate uh, voters That very well could be the case But whether it actually translates into the larger percentage Of voters moving in a certain direction That still is up in the air right now
15: Interesting
5: what about Liz Cheney, who, um, not surprisingly, lost her primary challenge or lost to the primary challenger? Um, yeah. What do we hear from the Republicans about that? Um, I'm sure some are, you know, very little, gloating, right? gloating, and extremely excited yeah. um, because that shows, a, you know, a more Trumpist lean to the Republican Party. What about more moderates? I mean, what's the conversation there?
14: Yeah, you know, Liz Cheney. Uh, if you look at her voting record and her time in Congress, uh, she has been from all you know, from from all standards of what conservative lawmakers should look like and how they should vote, she's she's right up there. And we have to remember, she was in the top leadership of the Republican Party hmm. in the House of Representatives uh, up until earlier this year. So uh, she was a stalwart conservative uh, by by most, if not all, accounts. But she decided that she uh, could not uh, stand by what she was seeing with the activities involving Donald Trump. She voted to impeach, and uh, she was seen by uh, especially the the stronger um, wing of the party or or portion of the party, at least in Congress at first, that is uh, more loyal to Donald Trump as being a sellout. And so she was forced out of her leadership position. And then, of course, as you just pointed out, Kathy, she lost her... uh, her her primary bid in in Wyoming. So she um uh, she she may have support among um, moderates in the Republican Party, but uh, those people are not speaking up very much because they know that if they speak up against Donald Trump, he's uh, he's got sort of a revenge tour going on against people who have uh, crossed him on Capitol Hill, and um, a lot of them have lost in their battle against him.
3: Right.
4: Well, I think everybody knows that politics are very strange indeed, which never negates the idea for a second or a third act for people somewhere down the line. So the story's not closed on Liz Cheney, that's for sure. No, no. Greg Clarkson is with us. He's the White House correspondent. Uh, Greg, talk to us about uh, Ukraine. There's been a couple of notable uh, bombings this past weekend. Uh, One of them uh, focuses on a nuclear power plant, which is uh, yikes for everyone. Absolutely, yikes for everyone. It's not only the largest nuclear
14: power plant in ukraine but it's the largest in europe and so this is a concern not just for ukraine uh but it's but for its neighbors and for all of europe and for the world really in fact it was an issue of of conversation in a weekend phone call that president biden had with the leaders of great britain germany and france and uh, they talked about some other issues but ukraine was uh, was a was a key point of discussion on their agenda and their concern about this military activity happening near this power plant and uh, there 's a call from the global community now that to have international Nuclear, you know, inspectors to go in to make sure that, uh, you know, basically for a safety check at this facility to make sure everything's okay. Hmm. Um, and so you've got accusations going across the border between Russia and Ukraine. So it's, it's a moment of concern. And uh, this is the week we mark six months since the beginning of the Russian invasion. Wow. <laughs>
5: Wow, I was going to say the time flies, but I'm sure it seemed like an eternity for the people who were involved. Um, Greg, thanks for your time today, but before you leave us, you know I'm going to have to ask you something that's, you know, off of the the front page, so to speak, of the news.
4: We didn't do this when uh, you were not here last week.
5: Well, that's sad.
4: Greg? That's right. It is. Heavy. It was. Uh,
14: it was. A, it was a very cere- cerebral time. time. Was yeah. it cerebral? Well, I'd we like, like, I'd like the- to bring
5: it da- back down for the common. Man. I just
4: said yikes. Right now,
5: right. Mean- <laughs> <laughs> News comes today in the Wall Street Journal that um, we may be able to improve your memory, in particular, Greg. Actually, anyone's memory by having your brain zapped with weak electrical currents. And I'm wondering if that's something that's of interest to you, or whether that sounds like something that would disturb you too much to even investigate.
14: Uh, no, I'm not too terribly disturbed about the idea. I mean, there certainly is, you know, neuro health is uh, sure. something that is uh, is a reality, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know a lot about it. Um, I think the idea, though, just of, you know, an outside force, you know, zapping you is probably not the the most welcome idea initially, but I wouldn't be,
4: I wouldn't write it off entirely.
5: Okay, so he's open to the, to the uh, proposition. Yeah. John, how do you feel?
4: I mean, I'm pro neuro health, Greg. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now, my friend. Yeah. No. Oh, if I now were...
5: you have to agree to a research study to do this. It's not like this is something you're going to pay thirty five bucks for, and you know a guy at the corner of Fifth and Wood's going to do it.
4: <laughs> yeah. No. I'd sign up. Would you? I'd do it. Yeah.
5: Would you? Would Heck you yeah. Would you be part of a research study? Have you ever done that, Greg?
14: You know, I, I never have. I uh, Usually the, the, a few cards that we get in the mail, I don't either right. qualify for whatever yeah. there's searching for. But, oh, it's uh, coming. It, yeah. it. You're right. It probably is. It is. Okay.
5: Well, if, if we choose to do it, perhaps three of us could do it together. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay.
4: Like a little weekend a, getaway. Right. Hey, what'd you guys do this weekend? Zapped our brains with Greg Clarkson. Could Very be nice. my most
5: viral tweet ever. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Three amigos.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: It'll end up probably the same way. Thank you. <laughs>
4: Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Information by Greg, the excellent work of the White House, and SRN News, wordfm.com.
15: Our little brother says the word, dodo word, 40 times a day. Should we be saying that word on Word FM? (laughs) You started it. Okay. So, here we are with Uncle Ryan with three reasons why you'd be a tweet tweet if you bought a home this year and didn't use us at United Faith
16: Mortgage. The biggest reason is our direct lender advantage. We use our own money.
15: And there's no middleman, which means...
16: We can often get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money.
15: We also pay $1,000 of your closing costs on all new home purchases.
16: And just as important to me as saving listeners money is the super service part. Our small team is specifically committed to Word FM. You will not get to a closing and find anything hidden. It's a partnership all the way around. So
15: don't via, and we're done. We are United, United Faith Mortgage.
12: United Mortgage Court, in New York, address number thirteen thirty. That's the State Department of Banking and Securities.
4: Mortgage lender license two two six seven two. My is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Glendale, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at $89.98, but is now only $39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code
2: WORD.
6: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com.
2: MTS stands for Master of Theological Studies, and it's a
1: two-year degree for those who want to just deepen in their theological knowledge. With an MTS degree from RPTS, you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. We have three areas of concentration, biblical counseling biblical studies, either the Old or the
2: New Testament. You can also do one in doctrinal or historical studies.
1: Learn how to get your Master of Theological Studies degree entirely online at rpts.edu. RPTS, study under pastors.
12: Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com
7: we are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 W O R D Pittsburgh. At Wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey.
3: Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 62. Variable cloudiness tomorrow with a passing shower, tomorrow's high 79. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 58. Wednesday, sunny to partly cloudy skies. A pleasant day on TAP will reach a high Wednesday of 82. A starlit sky Wednesday night, low 60. Partly sunny Thursday with a high of 84. With your AccuWeather weather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
4: Kath, how's your memory? Uh, so good?
5: I mean, I think it's. I'm, I'm terrible with details. I'm really, you know, like I'll remember large scale stories hmm. and then when i get this i notice this a lot here at work and then i get down da- i go to get down into the, like the nitty-gritty of it and i'm like i can't kind
4: of mushy like, exactly mm-hmm. so God. maybe i'm getting a little mushy do you think that could be it well maybe it's just you know the, the amount of things that you're reading yeah as well, i know i think that's of part of it but like you know say you like run into somebody you haven't seen for a while you know from your you know distant past can you recall names quickly? oh i'm terrible with names oh, me too horrible with names. hey buddy Right. We've always that. been bad at names. Just, I got nothing.
5: And sadly, you'd think that with all the time we'd spend together, one of us would be bad and one <laughs> no. of us would be good.
4: When we go to parties or we're somewhere, my wife is like the excellent front man. With names. Oh, man. Yeah. She's like, I say, you go in first because then she'll go, hey, Jan. Hey, Alex. How are you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jan and Alex.
5: I love you guys, oh, that's Jan, Jan and yeah. Alex. Yeah. Otherwise,
4: I'd be going, hey, 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 hey you, hey, How's it going? I I don't know who you, I'm so sorry. I I apologize. I
5: don't know if it's, I think it's probably part and parcel of the kind of work we do, but we know a lot of people and they're from different parts of our tenure here, right? And so sometimes I just like, I look at somebody and I think, I know that I've met you and I can't quite place where in the spectrum you fit.
4: Right. I mean, I think the, the, the thing to do is just to be straight about it. Instead of trying to hide it. If you hide it, you know you're going to yeah, get caught. Yeah, but I feel
11: so badly.
4: No, no. Because people, everybody, you know, oh, yeah, we met or or or, or I'm your wife. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what the heck? Hey, come yeah. on now. What? I love you. <laughs> love you, babe.
5: Anyway, so I'd give myself a fair to middling grade.
4: Okay. Anyway, I ask this because now there's a new thing. A new thing that you could improve your memory by zapping your brain with low levels of electricity. Like not like you like know, the like,
5: people who were at St. Boniface Church on the north side Sunday morning?
4: <laughs> no, that was not low level. Oh, you're
6: right. That was, was not that low
4: was not level. level. Or like, you know, one flew of the cuckoo's nest. I yeah. mean, the, those poor people, you know. Right. There was a time in America where people were doing electroshock therapies just as a means of...
5: Controlling. <clears throat> yeah.
4: You know, low-grade lobotomies. Mm-hmm. This is low... And this, I think, is something that's been happening for a while in medical circles that they go, we can do very, very low-grade for five minutes at a time or 10 minutes at a time, a few times a week, and it has some effect on mood and now they're saying memory. Would you do it?
5: I've never been part of a research study. And I feel terrible saying that, that I'm reticent to do that because I benefit from other people being involved in research
4: studies. No, well, what if it was post-research?
5: Well, and they were like, oh,
4: oh this is like, oh. now it's like okay, established well if it was medical post, science. Yeah,
5: well, yeah, I would. Really? Yeah. But I mean, not. But but if, it, but right now it's in the research, still in the research arm. Right. You're talking about the article I think we both saw in the Wall Street Journal today. Mm-hmm. So this is um, a, a series of experiments that were testing the effects of non-invasive electrical brain stimulation on 150 people between ages 65 and 88. Mm-hmm. So it was very much in the let's try this out on you.
4: That's the people of a certain age category. <laughs> Just saying
5: when the researchers targeted the prefrontal prefrontal cortex at the front of the brain with high frequency currents, the study participants saw improvements in their ability to remember words from the beginning of a
4: list
11: mm.
5: how do you have you ever tried that like memorize well, what am, what am I even asking you for you were an actor you yep. memorized lines for a tomes, living
4: Tones. yes entire massive massive things yeah
5: I could never do that
4: no, never, it's easier than no, you think. It's no, a muscle. It's, not. it's a muscle.
5: I could never have done that. No, I seriously you'd
4: be I wouldn't I could never have done that. No. It's a muscle. Our friend down the hall here has got oh, a photographic. I memory. know that. And uh, you know I Yeah, know it's that. a skill set. I what I appreciate as an actor is is people, you know, sixty plus who are still working in the business to a high yeah, level. I mean, right. holy smokes.
5: Shirley McLean. In only Murders in the building. Yeah, is uh, eighty-eight years old. I mean, how and is she a terrific a character in there. Now she's not a big. She doesn't have a big part in the series. The right. series this season, but
4: you're running lines. Maybe there's cue cards, or maybe there's an ear prompter. There's a lot of ways to get around that now. Sure, just saying.
5: Anyway, it's she's playing a great part. All right,
4: so we know her name. Happy to say it. So yes for zapping? Yeah, I'd do some zapper. Okay,
5: all right. Lee Kreitzer coming up next. If you've got a pastoral transition in your personal life or in your church, stay with us. We're going to talk about it next.
7: 101.5 Word FM, WORD.
0: In a sense,
17: prayer is simply talking to God. But the sheer power of the privilege of prayer is something to behold. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us harness the tremendous potential of effective prayer. It's a part of a fascinating study
2: series in the Book of Acts. This week on A New Beginning. A New Beginning with Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 1030 on WORD.
11: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year.
12: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials.
9: When you're in college, sleep is important. But thanks to your studies and busy schedule, you might not be getting as much rest as you need. That old mattress you've had since you were a kid, though? It's just not cutting it. Upgrade your sleep experience with a locally made, hand-built mattress from the Original Mattress Factory. We offer a variety of mattresses, including Twin Extra Long, to suit every comfort preference and to fit every budget. And we deliver right to you. Visit an
10: OMF store near you or go to originalmattress.com to learn more. Going to a jewelry store for the perfect custom engagement ring is so yesterday. At Mock Company, your luxury concierge jeweler, your personal designer, awaits. Begin the conversation at mockandcojewelry.com. Share ideas over social, email, or text. Get expert advice on metals and stones. Your exact 3D design will be ready within days. And the Monroeville team eager to begin your one-of-a-kind creation. Visit mockandcojewelry.com and book your virtual appointment today.
1: Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand-in-hand with character development, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Walnut Grove Christian School in West Mifflin. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. Did you ever have this happen to you? Sunday morning, you're at worship.
4: You love your pastor. Everything's copacetic at church, and the pastor says, "I'd like to take a moment to talk about something personal." Oh boy! And oh, and you go, oh, and it's kind of like you feel like you know what's coming, like like you go back to like you know high school, or someone's about to break up with you, and here it comes. And your your pastor's about to break up with you. Is that the worst it, thing?
5: Well, you had that experience right after you started going to a church, right? You went to a church because you liked the pastor, and then he
4: left. He left. <laughs> but people...
5: he, he might, Did you ever consider the fact no. that those <laughs> two things were connected?
4: But that happens. I mean, that happens more, you know. So then your church goes into some sort of, like, limbo free for all, yep. There's a lot. It can be a lot of angst, a lot of secrets, a lot of speculation, a lot of fear, resentment, it's, ugh, I'm not telling people, if you've been part of a church for a while, anyway, Lee Kreitzer's with us, he's got a brand new piece called Seamless Pastoral Transition, Three Imperatives, Six Pitfalls, Lee has been a pastor for many decades, he knows from what he speaks, and here to join us on the show, hey Lee, how you doing?
18: Hi, John. Hi, Kathy. Great to be with you. Thank you, Lee.
5: Good to see you, Lee. So before we talk about the content of the book and what you're recommending, let's talk about who what who you are, what your history's been, so that people know that you've lived this yourself.
18: Yes, I was the founding pastor of Amplify Church, which is a non-denominational church here in Pittsburgh, and <clears throat> was involved I founded it in my 20s and then later returned in my 50s during a challenging time at the church and um, helped to oversee a revitalization of the church. So it went from being an aging, dying church to a multi-generational church. Part of my calling, I felt, though, was to raise up young leaders in the church and to hand the church to a next generation leader. Um, at some point, which I did just a little more than three years ago. I see. So, Lee, uh,
4: as you talk about leaving a church and coming back into a church, that passing the baton— Uh, You know, the scenario that I painted uh, before you came and joined us on the air, that exists in spades, and of course, there's lots of uh, drama around things like that, and even before the pastor speaks to the congregation, things have been in the works probably for months beforehand. So can you talk about that from, you know, the backstage perspective of what it's like from the pastor's own internal life, talking to his family, and then moving forward into church leadership before the Newsy even hits the congregation
18: yeah i think that one of the key pitfalls to leadership transition in the church is waiting too long and it's when a pastor hits his his or her 60s late 60s early 70s mid 70s late 70s and there's this assumption that wow i'm as sharp as i used to be um my memory doesn't need zapped as you talked about a few moments Mm -hmm. ago um Although it's dramatic, it's dramatically different, the freshness of vision, the passion. Uh, And so I I do think that there is an importance of asking this question. Am I responsible for what happens after I hand off, after I leave the church? Mm -hmm. If your answer is no, then just leave whenever you leave or you're forced to leave. But if the answer is yes, and I believe that for many leaders, it's important to come to that conclusion I look at the model of Moses and Joshua, Moses could not ensure what would happen after he left, but he could ensure that Israel was left with a proven leader. And his last day was followed by Joshua's first day.
6: Hmm.
5: Lee, what about the um, the determining factors for how to uh, how pastors can assess for themselves when it is a good time to step aside? So, for some people, sixty-five looks a lot different um, than seventy-five does, or fifty-five did, um, and it varies from person to person. So, talk about your
18: assessment tools. Well. I would not prescribe it uh, for a specific age for anyone in the, I did about 10 case studies where I interviewed leaders who had gone through a seamless pastoral transition and the average age was right about 65. So it ranged from 61 to 71. Um, and so obviously some pastors serve much longer than that <coughs> in their pastorate. And, you know, I wouldn't be prescriptive to say here's the perfect age, but the real question is, What's in the best interest of the church? Because God won't be finished with you when you hand off the church. Right. What other baton is he handing to you to you know, continue to serve the kingdom of God? Um, but what's in the best interest of the church? And I believe in in churches that are losing connection with the next generation. Very often, a next generation leader is a key factor, and especially with so many of us as baby boomers uh, as pastors. We have to just take the topic very seriously.
4: Lee, one of the best examples of sharing uh, leadership or pastoral transition was the sharing of leadership, where the pastor who had made the announcement, I'm leaving now, and then a search was going on for X number of months, then the candidate was brought in, and the two of them worked together, all, pa- outgoing pastor with new pastor, and they were there probably maybe five or six months until the old pastor said his farewells. I think that at the of I was part of, that helped everybody sort of, okay, we're going to settle down here. We know both guys and some work's being done, so we have confidence moving forward.
18: Yeah, and that's what Seamless Pastoral Transition is about. It's that there's an overlap in service to the congregation of the outgoing and the incoming pastor. So uh, the outgoing pastor takes the humble attitude of John the Baptist, I must decrease and my successor will increase the incoming pastor honors the outgoing pastor. And so the congregation sees the two of them serving together for some period of time. Uh, At St. Stephen's, it was just a few weeks for us. It was many years that amplify. And, and yet there is that time. When I grew up in a church where the way that a transition was handled was almost irrelevant because the Mm -hmm. people in the church said, this is my church. This will be my church for life. I don't care if I have a good pastor or bad pastor or no pastor, this is my church for life. Well, those days are long gone. So um, the loss of momentum and mission that happens in a leadership transition when there's an unnecessary gap between the outgoing and incoming pastors, that's something that's best to avoid.
5: A terrifically practical book for you if you're a pastor or your church. It's called, can you hold up that? Seamless Pastoral Transition, Three Imperatives, Six Pitfalls. We're talking to Lee Kreischer. He's the president of the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation, but he was a pastor for many years and has written about this book, or has written about the topic um, through his own experience and put all of that insight into this book. Um, Lee, what about factions? In a church, um, especially when a pastor decides to leave or maybe assessing whether it's time to leave, I can imagine that they're, oh, well, you know, we're, we're on his side. Or no, we're on their side. I can imagine that you could quickly end up with a pretty poisonous atmosphere.
18: Yes, especially if, you know, one of the imperatives is to model humility on both the incoming and outgoing pastors. If they are not doing that, um, wow it's it can go um, in wrong direction very quickly because the outgoing pastor is saying, "Well, maybe I should stay, and maybe mm-hmm. I'm the right person, mm-hmm. and there'll be so many people who are loyal, board members, church members who will say, "Stay, stay, stay, stay for ten more years um and so letting go can be very challenging if there isn't this sense this is what God wants to do yeah. but boy, what a great a great way to model this christian virtue of humility in front of the congregation when it is handled correctly and when people who are complaining or uh, going into factions it's not uh, something that the ingoing the incoming or the outgoing pastor they just don't go in that direction And, Lee, because so much
4: is on the line, of course, that seamless transition, I, I would think for a lot of people, you go, there's no way we can fail at this. We do not want to fail at this. It's not an option. So all these things that you're writing about in seamless pastoral transition are really key things. But I, I think the fact of the matter is you've heard, anybody who's been to church for any number of years, you do see instances where failure has has happened and there's been a bad transition, yes?
18: Yeah, uh, actually, my successor, uh, Jason Howard, and I were in Houston working with Vanderbloemen about talking about the details of our transition. And we went to the Space Center, and I bought a mug that had those words on it. <laughs> failure is not an option. Because Interesting. I right. said, we have to apply this. Well, after a couple of times in the dishwasher, the words all came off. And I thought, <laughs> apparently, failure is an option. Yeah. <laughs> it's a government budget. And it, and it definitely is in pastoral transition. But if you avoid the common pitfalls and you practice the biblical imperatives, you have a much better chance for the sake of the congregation of having a positive handoff in a timely fashion.
5: Lee, I mentioned how practical I think the book is, Um, but for people who haven't had a chance to look at it yet and they're listening to this and they're thinking, okay, I could really use this, um, what kinds of things can they expect to find in the book?
18: Well, they'll find several case studies of different kinds of churches. Uh, About half of the case studies are from churches that actually, in their tradition, have forbidden the outgoing pastor from being involved in the selection or the mentoring of the incoming pastor, but an open-minded bishop gave their blessing on it. And Hmm. so uh, it's great to read case studies of different kinds of churches, because almost everybody could relate to one of these case studies. Um, but then overriding principles, what were the things that made all of these situations um, work effectively and work well? And so what are those principles and what are the pitfalls that that they avoided? Uh, so that's really at the heart of what it's about. Um, and so, yeah, if, if people want to take a look at it, if they're looking at a pastoral transition and it's really never too early to consider it because every pastor is an interim pastor. Um, and it's and to to hold the church lightly and know that the mission of the church is more important than than me being the holding this title. Yes, uh, that's a critical attitude in the whole thing. And you know, as, as you mentioned, Kathy, I'm now the president of the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation. So I'm in a whole new season of ministry. It's not like oh, my church, my church pastoral role ended, and so therefore I'm sitting around wondering what's right. God have for me. there's. There's always something in every season of life that God has that's in which you can make a difference in the kingdom of God. Amen to that. Well, Lee, thank you uh, so much.
4: I mean, this idea of seamless pastoral transition, uh, a much needed resource for any congregation that's going through this. And of course, uh, we honor you and thank you for your work with the PLF, whether it's at the prayer breakfast or at the prayer event at Heinz Field recently. We look forward to more things that you're creating and guiding through transition. So thank you, Lee.
17: He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750.
10: In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime, it may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper, or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Spring House in 84. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now.
1: The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact
9: on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden
1: Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Are
0: you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine-day Mediterranean cruise? Join Alistair Begg in August 2023 to renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word. Explore the biblical landscapes Paul encountered as he shared the gospel along breathtaking cliffside villages. Simply call 855-565-5519 or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details.
4: Listen, it's been a beautiful uh, this is my this is my take. It's been a beautiful summer. Yes, I agree. Uh however, we are still in a weird allergy season. Are we not? Mm-hmm.
5: We are in a weird allergy season.
4: My kid has allergies. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the heck? I, 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 I thought haven't, he lost I've, them.
5: I really haven't had allergies in my life. I need I've not never had. something that I've struggled with.
4: Right. I mean, don't get all, you know.
5: Huh. Okay. So, but let, let oh, this, is, this no, I'm not trying to get braggy. I'm hey just job. trying to tell you why i I was so surprised on Sunday. <laughs> cause Saturday.
4: I don't, I, cause the thing is, you want to go, I've never had it. And then you get, you know, Ex- what right, me? that's my course. worry.
5: Right. I've never had
4: that before. Okay.
5: Well, that's exactly what I said. So it's Friday night. My, last night that, uh, my youngest child is going to be home before we take her back to college. Mm. And so she asks for her favorite meal. I yeah. said, what do you, she says, oh, want, no, Are I you want, kidding? I want scampi." I said, "Great! That's her favorite meal, shrimp scampi." So I make shrimp scampi, which I I, I don't want to brag, but I'm good at.
4: Maybe that's why you're okay. allergic. now, eh? So
5: we sit down <laughs> to eat it, and and oh, I've I, so I mean I've made it a hundred times. Your sleep. I've made it a hundred times, yeah. and I sit down to eat it, and I'm halfway through dinner, um, and all I can tell you is that my skin started to feel weird. Really. And I noticed it in in my face. And I was like, I, I had these, all of a sudden, I like noticed these like patches on my face of, what? that were re- like really dry. And I was like, that's weird. Like, what is going on? And then they started to get really itchy. And then my eyebrows start, anyway. What? And, and
4: uh, how much time is going by here?
5: 20 minutes. Like the Hulk. 20 minutes. Really? So I'm just thinking, boy. Like I, I need. I don't know. I need to work on my skin more. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, I down. go upstairs sure to down. use the restroom and I look at myself and I'm like, holy heck!
4: What, what? Is really
5: going on? It's like a shrimp allergy? Right. Now? So, from what I read, I think that perhaps I have spontaneously developed an allergy to shrimp, oh. which is common with see with uh, shellfish allergies. Is that you're just, it just comes as an upon adult? You? You just spontaneously become allergic so to So you can't
4: have fun doing so anything.
5: I've I tried no to think scampi. of every other thing that could it could have nope. been. I, I haven't come up with anything.
4: Well, how about this? Make Scampi again yeah, I know. for me. Okay. I'll eat it. Okay. And then you just like walk around and see. No, uh, seriously, I'm so Isn't sorry that, to hear that. If anyone has a seafood allergy, contact me. Spontaneous? It's
5: not seafood, it's just shellfish.
4: shellfish. Or maybe it's lemon. For garlic. Maybe it's the pepper I
7: use 101.5 W O R D F M Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Scout code ERIC.
3: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Stocks deeply in the red on Wall Street, extending the market's losses amid worries about inflation and the path ahead for the economy. Investors looking ahead to this week's Federal Reserve Conference for signals about more possible U.S. rate hikes to soothe the current inflation. The issues most important to American voters haven't changed, as inflation and violent crime top the list.
1: The latest Rasmussen Report's National Telephone and Online Survey, finds that 85% of likely U.S. voters are at least somewhat concerned about inflation, including 57% who are very concerned. It's almost unchanged since May. The survey of 1,000 likely U.S. voters was conducted on August 17th and 18th. The margin of error was plus or minus 2% with a 95% level of confidence. Bernie Bennett reporting.
3: The Dow is down 680 points, now the Nasdaq off
0: 334. This is SRN News.
2: Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. This is Greg Trzynski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream brands. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more.
9: With a new college semester right around the corner, your student might need a new mattress for their apartment or dorm. At the Original Mattress Factory, we hand-build twin extra-long mattresses and box springs that are commonly used in college dorms. In fact, we offer twin extra-long mattresses in a variety of models to match every budget and comfort preference. And we can deliver to anywhere in the U.S., including colleges and universities. Visit OriginalMattress.com or an Original Mattress Factory store near you to learn more.
2: Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us! Whoa,
0: tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Anyone?
2: Fighting
8: to be heard in today's competitive digital world?
0: It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard.
9: Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround.
0: Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com.
12: There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Studies show decades of
1: increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. This is Tim Seckler inviting
2: you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy show, you will find it archived at secularlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy show.
3: Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 62. Variable cloudiness tomorrow with a passing shower. Tomorrow's high, 79. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 58. Wednesday, sunny to partly cloudy skies. A pleasant day on tap will reach a high Wednesday of 82. A starlit sky Wednesday night, low 60. Partly sunny Thursday with a high of 84. With your weather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons.
4: You ever like, go out, say, like with another couple, you and your husband, and you're with a couple and uh, having some dinner, you know, and um, people have a drink or so, and uh, the evening started out one way, and it ends in another.
5: <laughs> Listen, you and I have had this experience together. Yeah. <laughs> Where we've been on
4: out with, in, uh, out with out with people business and we
5: have yeah business dinners that have ended up like that
4: right I'm surprised seriously you
5: remember that. Yeah. they started they started at one place and by the time that night was over
4: well, totally different and we were the same yeah for we better or
5: worse because we, we weren't drinking
4: yeah and you go what the what was that all about <laughs> what the heck happened there right you know I think I
5: liked appetizers better than yeah. I liked dessert yeah yeah well. We're not the only ones that are talking about this. In fact, this is a big topic of conversation right now. There is a sober, curious movement which is developing across the United States. Those are people who wouldn't necessarily label themselves as alcoholics, but are still trying to curb or eliminate drinking for health reasons or maybe for other personal reasons.
4: All right. I'm I'm not opposed to that at all. That makes good sense. I think
5: it does, too, especially because we're – I I keep saying, you know, in in hopeful optimism that we're past the COVID era. Oh, we're not. Of course we're not. But – do you know what I mean? We're past the emergency <laughs> right, section right. The of it.
4: Shutdown. Right. The big old shutdown.
5: And a lot of people coped with shutdown mm. by increasing their drinking. A lot of people mm. who were doing social things, you know, I'm going to get together with my girlfriends on Zoom because none of us can go out of our houses and we're going to and then that would invariably include drinking. Or I'm going right. to get together with my buddies and we're going to, you know, watch a game at the same time where we're all on Zoom and then we're going to, you know, and uploaded by the end.
4: Well, did you ever like, like, go on a date and have a drink, and then you go, Shew. "Okay, I'm," you know, "I've gotten rid of my nervousness because I had a drink." Never, never, never. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Christy's nodding too. Just yes, saying. you know, because you're she's, anxious, you know. Right. I'm not saying you know this is for everybody. You you know don't do this just because I, but it, just calm things down a little bit here.
5: Yeah, Shew. but it, okay, but if you're doing that. You're not learning how to calm down.
4: <laughs> no. Are no. you?
5: Well, You're just masking it.
4: Uh, it's a different way of coping.
5: It sure is a different way of coping. Right? It is, yeah. Anyway, more than a third of people on the dating app Hinge, and this is according to uh, the front page of today's Wall Street Journal, say they are more open to going on a sober date now versus a year ago the preference is particularly pronounced among younger users with 31% of people that are between Excellent. 18 and 24 hey, okay, those are really young people saying they don't consume drinks on an average date okay. this is why they said they'd rather meet potential partners for coffee to maybe do a hobby together mm. like you know some sport first date or camping or whatever it is hobby or or a stroll OK, because it might offer some genuine connection. And they say drinking gets in the way of that.
4: Yeah. Well, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, on a first date to go to a bar and have a drink with somebody, you, I'd re- you'd rather do coffee. Oh, right? for
5: way, way For any number, number of reasons.
4: Because if you if you don't connect, you drink your coffee and you're out the door. Otherwise- Not to
5: mention, how much cheaper is coffee than alcohol?
4: Yeah, you got that right.
5: I mean, a lot. Right. Right. Uh, now, <laughs> I'm reading on the Wall Street Journal that says on Tinder...
4: <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait! Now we're quoting Tinder on the ride home. Oh, that's
6: great.
5: On Tinder oh. mentions. This is interesting, though. Mentions of the word "sober" increased twenty six percent from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one in people's bios.
4: Good, because right. people got burnout out. Maybe. Yep, Hopefully. I think so. Yeah, I can't do that again. Yeah, I did that.
5: Okay, so listen. Um there's a woman here, Michelle Wax. She's a a dating coach from Boston. Mm. She provides relationship counseling for the bargain price of $899, or you can go up to $1,600. It's a monthly fee. Okay. What?
4: Yep. Monthly I'm fee? I'm serious. <laughs> what?
5: Listen, she said that she urges her clients to limit alcohol intake on dates, and this is why. She said, you can really fool yourself into thinking a date was fun. When really you were just drunk. Right.
4: Thank you. That'll be eight (laughs) hundred (laughs) and ninety nine dollars. Get out of here.
5: Anyway, there is this other woman who was saying um, that she moved from San Francisco to her new home in Brooklyn, New York,
4: because she went on first dates. No, has nothing to do
5: with that. Had no idea. But she was trying to meet people. She's an art curator, right? She's having a hard time, so she started hiking on first dates. Mm -hmm. And she said that sharing an experience rather than a bottle allowed her and the people she was going on dates with to to show more vulnerability and provides insight into the type of partner someone
4: could become. I guess. What do you think? You get, get the guy lost in the woods going for a hike.
5: <laughs> Here's the problem with hiking or biking. It's too long. Or running. Well, it, it could be too long, but what if one person's really good at that thing and the other person has no
4: well, background Well, then you would kind of thing. go, that's not the person I want to hang out with because they're not okay, interested in Okay, so that was determining
5: it. So I yeah. like to bike and if you don't like to b- bike, I don't want to date you. Yeah. That's- no,
4: I get that because this is my thing. I and You know, you enjoy... F- X, physical activity or going to the museum or whatnot if you're not into that then i don't want to hang out with you well that just
5: seems like you're making a jump there i mean is biking your whole life or going to museums like the essence of you
4: I don't know. you know, showing up at the office with spandex on <laughs> just everybody settled <laughs> okay, down. Well, that
5: could be different christy so those types of dates were like hey let's run a 5k or
8: something like, oh no five k. that's not
5: happening i i've done a hiking
8: date And the worst part about it is you're super sweaty and you're gross, Mm, and you're like, now I, you know, I'm I'm with this potential person, and you know, and I'm clearly not at my best. Yeah, I'm sweaty. He's sweaty. Like Mm. I don't want to be near you now.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's not good. See, I haven't thought about that. To be honest with you,
5: I will never do it again. Okay, there's a woman in this article who talked about she goes on surfing dates.
4: Well, wouldn't that be nice? Well, you're
5: not with them a lot. No, right? right.
4: You wave to them (laughs) as you get wiped out. Love (laughs) you. <laughs> I, love I it. don't know. First I do date. think wow. <laughs> no, sorry.
5: Okay. I do think though that taking alcohol off the table
4: It's healthy. It's just healthier. Yeah, it is.
5: I really and I'm not trying to be like, you know, <clears throat> Terry Teetotaler, but I do no. I do think that it's just you're you're if you want to find out if you're really compatible with somebody taking a substance off the table you're going to find out a lot right, faster 100
4: yeah, percent, right yeah yeah best first date any idea of like that was a really good first date
5: best first date
4: oh well you with the t-shirt
5: yeah i mean i had a pretty good first date with my husband that yeah. was for sure i mean when he showed up wearing the elect leroy anthony t-shirt <laughs> and mm-hmm. then on the back it said for recording secretary and i said who's leroy anthony and he said I don't know. I got it for free at the post office.
4: You go, I got to marry this guy because there's more that I want to know about.
5: <laughs> Who would do that?
4: Your husband. Yeah. And you you love him. It
5: was very funny.
4: <laughs> okay. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Oh, Sharon Hottie Miller is going to join us next. Yeah. Cost of control. Why we crave it. The anxiety it gives us. The real power God promises. <laughs>
7: WORD
2: Where things are really cooking as well as baking, frying, and grilling. Got a favorite recipe you'd like to share? A
9: long-time favorite family recipe.
2: It could win you a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. If you love being around a hot stove...
11: Being in the kitchen, cooking, I really love that.
2: Enter the Your Favorite Recipe Sweepstakes today. Not only could you win lots of new cookware and cutlery, but your recipe could be published. Just go to wordfm.com slash yummy. That's wordfm.com slash yummy. My pillow's having their biggest
4: sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build my pillow into this amazing company. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the Queen Size is regularly priced at eighty-nine ninety-eight, but is now only thirty-nine ninety-eight with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD.
6: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
12: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to Selectquote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Train up a child in the way they should go.
4: I um, went to a bakery over the weekend. You know, one of the cool things is there's been this rise of these um, small sort of, and, and not in no way disparaging, a little shishi bakeries oh, yeah. around town. Yep. Right? I mean, fabulous. Incredible.
5: I really appreciate that.
4: Yeah. Open hammer.
5: I mean, I like something that tastes good. Yeah. But I also appreciate a little bit of art in there. Because here's the thing. I can make things that taste good. Yeah. I feel good about like I'm I'm not a good baker. I mean, I think I'm a good baker. None of my things look good. You know what I mean? I don't have that. I I don't yeah. really care. It, it, but I don't, you know what I mean? Right. And so when I go into a bakery and I see people that can like oh, present it, I love that.
4: Yeah. Fabulous.
5: I really really. I mean, it, do you think that makes it taste better?
4: Well, presentation, you know, it's is,
5: so much
8: of it. Of course it is.
4: When something's beautiful, wait, wait, you raising you saying no?
8: I have been doing Hello Fresh meals. Have so, you? I um, they're didn't not know baking, that. but I love them yeah. and the whole like they show you how to present the plate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm just making it for myself, yeah. but presentation is key.
4: Yeah, I agree. I
8: love that you're doing that,
4: Christy. All right, so I was in the bakery, the Shishi bakery, and one of the employees there was a, a little uh, a little concerned I think with the line. Like, you know, there were like eight people in line. So that person was like, "People it was like this general general announcement of like, people, could you please, you know, get in a little better single file and and come against the wall, like we were being instructed. And I thought, well, that person really is in control. It's like a very sort of very particular thing that, that, that she wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I started thinking. Do you like, like that? No, <laughs> oh, I was like, I just want to get a muffin. I just want to get a muffin. All I of a sudden, need to I'm being to your instructed. Here. Right, exactly. Anyway, I, I thought. Well, later on, my wife and I talked about it. Like the idea of p- some people really need. I mean, maybe it's like an you know, like an OCD thing. Like you really need to be in control to make sure that things fit your perspective. Otherwise, you just feel horrible. And so, all of a sudden, we were being herded yeah, into yeah. this particular style.
5: Okay, let me tell you something else. What if you are at an event? Yeah. So this happened to me recently um i was at a an event with i would say several hundred people Mm -hmm. okay it was like a family party type of thing
4: wait several hundred people in your family all those like it
5: wasn't my family i was a friend of the family so i was kind of an ancillary guest right even
4: better don't you love those things i do
5: like that because then talk about pressure right no pressure on you so you just can kind of sit and chat with whoever Mm -hmm. and say hi and look around whatever but here's the thing Nobody was in control of the night. Oh, no, no. Do you see what I mean?
4: Well, we know this from be- doing events. Yeah, we've Every event you go to, you have to have what I would call the stage manager. Right. There has to be the person who this is the flow, the stage manager, mm-hmm. right? Backstage, you know, or whether someone's got to have the idea of what's happening, right. otherwise chaos ensues.
5: If there's nobody in control, then I get anxious. <laughs> or I just want to leave. Yeah. Because it's just, what are we doing? Okay, what is there something going? What about this thing that we're going to do? Wait, when is so that you happening? at this event,
4: several hundred people there, and you were getting anxious. Yes, you got anxious, mm-hmm. so it ruined the time. Kind of. Was it out of control?
5: Yes, because nobody knew what was going on.
4: What do you mean? Like how? And so it's
5: like everybody has to figure it out. Well, I, I don't know who I'm not sure who's do. But we want to do that picture. We're going to do that group picture, right? I don't know who wants to, who wants to set that up. Well, that's Those why you need are, an event planner. But there was no event planner. So people are talking across the room to each other. Well, do you want to take the picture? Do no, want... no, no, no. Okay. No. Well, what about, well, we, we're going to, we have a cake. We sh... Nobody knows what's going on with the cake. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that you think, this problem, and again, it wasn't my family. Right. So, it, like, it was fine. I barely, we were just invited because we were like, you know, old neighbors of ours. Yeah. It, you know, but. As a person who is the recipient, you want the control person. So maybe you don't want the person at the bakery who's telling you that you have to be in line and be exactly three feet apart. But you also don't want – Six. You you don't want nobody to know what they're doing.
4: Right. Okay. All that to say, do you think of yourself as a bit of a control freak?
5: Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yes. Christy? Christy? Of course.
4: (laughs) Of course.
5: (laughs) Right. Our common psychosis is what draws the three of us together. Well,
4: I mean, you know, there are some people who look, well, you know, here, you know, just our job is dependent upon seconds. Now here we're supposed to talk about the funny thing is we're supposed to talk about about control with a guest. The guest didn't show up. So where's the Mm -hmm. clearly there's a lack of control there. Sure. Right. Something happened there. Did I screw that up? My first thought is, I messed this up. Mm-hmm. Somehow I didn't control this situation. I should have better control. What I should have done was, because it's a national guest, I should have reached out today and confirmed. Because I confirmed this probably three weeks ago, mm-hmm. which I have want to do oftentimes in the past with a publicist. I've lost control. Mm-hmm. I'm indicting myself for lack right, of control. So it's, it's your, right. It's, right. It's your fault to do it. Only thing to can make this worse is if I eat shellfish. <laughs>
5: And they'll be fine. It's, I'm going to have the problem. I can't breathe. And Teresa, <laughs> right. and Ken, and pa- Pastor, what's his name? Who has to Dan. His, Dan? who has to bring us everything. Um, Thank you, Dan. Okay, so guest didn't show. Yep. Radio's live. Right. So we have to go on the air, and so you, we have to take control <laughs> because we can't sit here and say, "What do you want to talk about?" No, uh, what do you what want to talk you about? <laughs> so you came on the air, and you decided this is what we're doing.
4: Right. I, we're going to have this conversation. See,
5: I. I but are you okay bending to somebody else who's in control?
4: I always comes down to trust.
5: Oh, yeah. Who do you trust? Yeah.
4: I trust you implicitly. Sure. Because we have traveled this road
5: <laughs> right. eight million times. Yeah, we've been on the edge of the precipice <laughs> countless no, times.
4: edge. We've fallen off the cliff. What are you talking about? The edge of the precipice. Yeah, you,
5: I wish I was on the yeah. precipice, right?
4: <laughs> Who do you trust in your life? Who do you trust? Who has shown themselves in high drama uh, and chaos to be the person that you count on in control? Right. Every marriage, right. Every Mm -hmm. marriage has a balance there, right? Mm -hmm. Dad's like this. Mom's like this. You know, the kids from the backseat, they're counting a like my story with a goat. My wife falls asleep. She's like, "Uh, "Honey, you know you're bad with directions. I am horrible with directions. I got this." Oh, she's like, "Okay, good," because she's always the navigator. Okay, she'll tell us, she'll tell us where to go. She's, I'm gonna fall asleep here for a little bit. So we're on on the way to the beach. Okay, great. She falls asleep. Literally, 20 minutes later, I'm talking to the kids. Somehow, I get off the exit on the highway. We find ourselves. I don't know how. This is a true story. I don't know how I did this. We get off the highway. I'm on a dirt road. There is nothing around. And I look around and I go, I wake up my wife and I was like, honey, we're lost. She wakes up, doesn't scold me, doesn't go, you idiot, what are you thinking? She goes, okay. Then she looks, because she's kind of sleepy, waking up. She looks down the road and she says, Is that a dog down there? And from the back seat, my kid goes, That's a goat. That's how lost we were. We're on a dirt road with a goat. With when 20 minutes prior, we're on interstate highway. She looks at the sun and she goes, Okay, well, the sun is this. Go down here. And within three minutes, there we were. We were back on the is road. Is that okay. right? She's in control. Am, am I going to fight that? I know exactly. No,
5: because what, you can, because you, you trust her ability to do her it. Her
4: skill set. She's like off the charts with that kind of stuff. I know why for me, I, I know I need some help.
5: Okay. But what I'm about control? Okay. What about in your family situation? Christy, I'm going to ask you this too. So don't think you're skating in your family situation. <laughs> yeah. Do your like, would your kids say you're the, you're a control you're freak?
4: The guys, oh yeah. hundred percent.
5: Oh, would they really?
4: Of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because well look, look at Sunday morning. Like your Sunday mornings different than my Sunday morning, but everybody who you know, if you're if you're a church goer, everybody knows the lay of the land on Sunday morning. This is what happens. She's always late. He can't find his shoes. It's you know five minutes before service starts and somebody's still in the shower. My job is as the guy, especially as this background where we're looking at seconds and being in control. Everybody, you know, there's an order here. Let's go, you guys. So, you know, a half an hour before we're ready to leave, I'm already going, you guys good? Uh, you know, you're making sure oh, the parameters are set. Okay. What about, and we're checking off, at least in my mind, the boxes as we reach that critical point <laughs> can where can we leave? Can, yeah, we're leaving. You know, you know how that is. Yeah. Within okay. the marriage? Yeah.
5: Okay. But in my family, it switches. So if it's, Leaving, going anywhere, going on vacation, going to church, going to whatever it is. You're
4: lagging behind.
5: Exactly. And my husband is the one who's down in the car, right? Right. Oh, he's
4: waiting. Oh, see, I I am not doing that. Because if you wait in the car, you've essentially given up. Oh, really? You've seated it? Of
5: course you have. Well, he, he probably at this point just wants to sit down for crying out loud. Anyway, but- I have given up. But in the rest of things, like- when we're having dinner or who's coming for dinner or what we're eating for dinner or what the house looks like or how the like that's that's my kid my kids would say i'm the control freak there Mm -hmm. i cannot stand to have a messy house you and i are the same way i cannot stand that so the first thing i do is come i don't care you know if it's late at night i'm going to bed i'm not cleaning up that but the first thing i do when i get up in the morning is come and clean everything up that's the way it is and i always say to my kids uh, could you do the dishes? And And then they say yes, but then they don't completely do the dishes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like I to me, oh. doing the dishes is there is nothing in the sink. There's nothing on the counter. It is done. Right. So they would say I'm the control freak. Right.
4: Or where does this go? You've lived in this house for 19 years. <laughs> right. Clearly, you must have some clue where this right.
5: goes. Christy, your need for control, how that worked in your family with all your sibs. Yeah, so... There, there was four of us and my parents. My
8: dad is always 15 minutes early. <laughs> Good man. My mom Good is man. 15 minutes late. Oh,
4: God help uh-huh. you. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> uh-huh. So there's a, just a natural built-in tension there. A little bit. Right. Where of course, Everybody has okay. been there.
5: How do the siblings react to that, though? How so. do they float between those two extremes?
8: My sister is always late and we're always ye- – Like I would always be late to school and we were yelling at her. Like, let's go. Mm. But my brother's – and myself, we're always, you know, we're ready to go and we're early.
4: Yeah. No, so as the producer, here you are producing. Right. You're always in control. We have total part. confidence in you. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah, you got it together here. I, I don't know. It,
5: it all depends on who you're with.
4: Well, your point is really interesting about the where you are, who's got control, right? Because there are some areas where... The guys in control. Other, uh, that, that's really interesting. I never thought. And about some it
5: that way. people who I think the best stage managers or MCs or oh, whoever it is, managers. those people can be in control without having to assert their control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, not having mm-hmm. to wear it,
6: right? They, it, or they, being
4: emotional about it,
5: right? Like they are it. They're not wearing it, right, right. and the people who wear it are the people that you instinctively don't like. Or don't trust,
4: or spoil the party,
5: or resent, or spoil the party.
4: Because you know, you get somebody who's like, "Mess it oh, up." Yeah, we were just trying to have a good time. Well, yeah, we're going to get there, and then all of a sudden, there's like a stain on the evening, and like a, a right. pall has been cast over. I'm mean, going. I've done that. You've been the person to cast the pall. Of course, I have. Because I remember one time we, we had my kid was a gigantic Chicago fan, like Chicago the band. Oh,
5: got it. He loved the band. <clears throat> I you were and the Cubs.
4: We brought the, we brought uh, one of the guys on the air here years mm-hmm. and years ago, and he was so great. He was like, uh, "Walt, Walt Paradazer, come on, come on to the show. I want to give you. Let's have dinner together." I was like, "Are you kidding me? We're going to have di- pre-show dinner with Chicago." My kid was like levitating. We were late. We missed it. You're kidding? Oh, was I hot? Oh, I was like, oh, I mean, I in my, yeah, you know, just. One of those, like, epic family stories. You know? go, right. remember when Dad, like, uh oh, And did you lose your mind? I did. And I ruined it because everybody else was late. And I was like, come
12: on, everybody.
4: I was <laughs> like, trying,
12: <laughs> we must move forward
4: now. No. It just ruined <laughs> the worst. I, mean, you know, I can what, only
5: imagine never, how wretched <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh,
4: <my> gosh. <laughs> how about, like, isn't shame weird? Like, Like, I tell the story. And I'm ashamed of my... It was like more than a decade ago. Right, still. But still, I go, I hate
6: myself.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> but the rest of your family has to hate themselves, too, for being late.
4: Oh, no. When we tell the story, the hate always comes to death. <laughs> we miss that. We, sublime, oh, we glide oh over everybody gosh. else's participation or lack thereof in the moment. But we always come back to that guy.
5: When we come back, it's our daily feature.
4: Oh. Oh. The feature is...
5: Does this make sense? Does
4: this make sense? Control. Well, the guest didn't show. We took control, for better or worse.
13: If you are 65 or older, you know this, it's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, just watching your hard-earned dollars flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option. It's called MediShare 65+. And MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills. It really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor, and you also get telehealth 24-7 service so you don't have to leave your home for the little stuff. Very worth looking into. And it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at Metashare. They're easy to talk to. Call 1 800 Psalm 16. That's 1 800 Psalm 16. 1 800 P S A L M 16. It appears as though the school season is upon us. Hmm. And if you are the
4: parent of a, a rising senior and you're thinking about school season and Next year,
5: where are we going to be? Are we behind? Maybe we should have figured out where he's going to go by now,
4: right? And uh, I know she's a motivated student, so let's go on the school tour carnival ride. And all of a sudden, you find yourself two, three, four, five different schools, colleges, universities. Might we say put Grove City College on that list? Mm-hmm. It's not that far from the city of Pittsburgh. Fabulous campus. Beautiful campus. Truly, in the middle of it all, though, are a bunch of people who are believers in Jesus Christ. And the curriculum runs through everything that is Mm Christ-centered. High science, arts, you name it. The heft of intellectualism is alive and well at Grove City College.
5: And also, if you're looking for a community for your child, you're looking for a community of people who are just like your kid, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out how, how to follow Jesus and how to be really good in their particular line of work, this is the school to consider because you've got unbelievably talented, dedicated faculty. You've got a small college campus. They're going to get a lot of education, a lot of attention, a lot of community.
4: gcc.edu, Grove City College.
7: Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com. The Word FM app, iHeart, tune in and on Odyssey. In your car or at home too at 101.5 WORD Pittsburgh.
3: Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 62. Variable cloudiness tomorrow with a passing shower, tomorrow's high 79. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 58. Wednesday, sunny to partly cloudy skies. A pleasant day on tap will reach a high Wednesday of 82. A starlit sky Wednesday night, low 60. Partly sunny Thursday with a high of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
5: Does this make sense?
4: This is what makes sense. See, I already know the answer to this
5: late night snacking.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Late night snacking is akin to the highest order of mankind. It is. It is. It really is. It's hard to overestimate.
6: That's how I feel.
4: I do. I live. Seriously. the Listen, oxygen I, in my lungs is waiting. late-night I, late night I go most
5: of the day without eating.
4: Me too. Me too. I have something to drink. Right. But then dinner comes, and then it's like...
5: Oh, no, all of a sudden, the, the shackles right. have fallen
4: off. <laughs> the universe awaits. Oh, count me in, my friend. There's nothing
5: but potential for me after 9 p.m. <laughs> hey,
4: you have a nine-course meal? Yeah, but you know what? There's room for chips.
5: <laughs> there's room for chips. <laughs> I could have had... the biggest dinner where I, like I wouldn't D for three days and I'm like yeah but just a little snack
4: I'm 100% in oh I, I can't help it
6: that's the worst yeah
4: my wife will go oh no I'm kind of full i like, really I don't think so I haven't met a snack. I have not met a snack that I would not eat.
7: Or
5: if confronted with the same snack at 11 a.m. or 3 p.m., I have zero interest in. Mm-hmm. You Put you show it to me at 10.30 and I'm like, right. yes.
4: Oh, these are chocolate-covered figs. Would you like these? I would. I really would. <laughs> yes, I would.
5: And you pair that with a good thing to watch on TV. All I can say yeah. is look out. Uh,
4: I'm not going anywhere. I have found my home.
5: All right. So the bottom line is that that, Uh, it does make sense, but it doesn't make sense because it's defeating the purpose of eating well.
4: No, it makes sense. All right. All right. I I think about this the other day because I was you. Environmentally, I'm just going to say this. Paper towels. Oh. Do they make sense?
5: A hundred percent.
4: I'm in too. But there are times when I go, oh.
5: I know. I know. But don't you love them? I do. I, there, really? I I would give up all of my cloth yeah. towels. Yeah, me too. If I had to, if I had to pick,
4: I love paper towels so much. I'd get a tattoo on my neck of a roll.
5: <laughs> a selecta size. <Yeah. laughs>
4: Only selective size. Don't give me that.
5: No, don't give me. I don't want selecta size anything. I love size I love selecta. It's one of my favorite things about a kitchen
4: is having the selecta size available. Late night snacks with a selecta size. I
5: mean, I, I have simple I com- needs. I combine them. Yeah. You just put your snack on the selective size.
4: Exactly. You don't
5: have to do the dish.
4: Simple needs.
5: You're good to go. Oh, exactly. One hundred
4: percent. Well, that was a slam dunk. <laughs> we,
5: that was easy. Yeah, I think all. we've
4: probably not all agreed. Of our so worst
5: tendencies make sense.
4: Yep. I tell telling family secrets. I'm like yelling at my family. <laughs> what the selecta size? Everything's better. Love you guys. <laughs>
2: WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. We are His children. We are chosen. If we're Christians, we belong to the royal family. Can I get a witness? And we should know that so that we can know how important it is to live up to who we are. Dr. David Jeremiah continues his series, Christ Above All, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD.
15: What if you went from 10 years old to 25 years old in just a few years? Okay, Ms. Creepy. Like from Let's Play Dolls to I can't believe the stock market today. Or like triple mac and cheese, please. To I'd like the triple-double kale salad with beets, please. Uncle Ryan says the value of people's homes have jumped like 15 years worth. Lickety split. Uncle Ryan said lickety split?
16: Most of our homes have made a decade or two type jump in value. Pretty much lickety split, like never before. Usually, people move homes when they gain that much value. But that's not happening either, because of how expensive homes are. Which is why cash-out refinances are a triple mac and cheese hot thing right now cashing out that newly spiked value to use for home updates, paying off debt, or just life. If you'd like to see your options, you'll never get any pressure from us at United Faith Mortgage.
12: United Mortgage Corp, in New York. And I'm listener 1330. That's the way Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. MyPillow is having
4: their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Glendale, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at eighty nine ninety eight, but is now only three. 39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. The percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD.
6: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
1: When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Champion Christian School in Champion PA. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions.
4: Social pressure to have the so-called right opinion, is pervasive in America today. In recent years, polls have consistently found that most Americans across all demographics feel that they cannot share their honest opinions in public for fear of offending others or incurring retribution. Oh, that's really tragic. The trend is concerning because of the threat that it poses to individual freedoms community flourishing, and democratic self-government. I'm reading from a website called Populous. One important but underappreciated consequence of a culture of censorship is that it can lead individuals not only to self-silence but also to publicly misrepresent their own private views, what so- what scholars call preference falsification. Mm-hmm. It is essential to understand the extent to which people are misrepresenting their views today because when preference falsification becomes widespread in society it can result in collective illusions what that drive false polarization erode trust and hold back progress. In revealing the private opinions of the American public across a range of sensitive topics And surfacing areas where the misrepresentation of private views have established a false consensus in the public narrative, we aim to contribute to a more open and honest political and social discourse. Do you do this? Where are you reading this from? I'm reading from a website called Populous. uh, Populous Insights, Private Opinion in America and Why People Hold Back Their True Thoughts.
5: Do you ask me if I do this?
4: Yes. All the time.
5: Almost a hundred percent
4: of the time. Wherever I mean, at home. Not at home. Um.
5: Not with you guys. Most of the time, I mean, I mean, well, so let's say ninety percent of the time.
4: I do. You self censor yes. for the sake of yes peace, peace and uh, lesser anxiety mm-hmm. when you find yourself in social situations.
5: Yes. Do you? Yes. Christy. Yes. <laughs>
4: well, okay. well, some people don't. Some people just don't care, right? They just, you know, your uncle Ed. There's a lot of uncle Eds out there, right? But we're do ourselves a disservice. Do we? Yes. Yes, I don't 100%. Know. Yes. I don't
5: know. I think maybe it's the better choice.
4: <clears throat> Alpine?
5: Well, If we're talking an opinion on politics, which is what everybody has an opinion on now, but it can also be an opinion on theology, denomination, you know what I mean? Like uh, church-related stuff. No,
4: wait. No, I went to a family function recently, people that I love dearly. We didn't talk politics.
5: That's awesome. That's really good. Very Hmm. healthy. Uh,
4: And I think everybody, I think maybe like because of what we're all saying is that everybody's aware of this. So I think we're, Less inclined to be public as a group.
5: Well, that's good. I think that's a good sign.
4: But do you think we we're, we're a lesser society because of that?
5: Pro, yeah, that's a hard question. I think probably we are. But it's like one of those things. It's like um, it would be great to be able to hang out in a restaurant, or it'd be great. Let's say this: it'd be great to be able to drink socially, but. If you have a drinking problem, you can't do that. So you have to avoid the social drinking and the situation that it's in. Right. Because we as a country have determined that we have a problem with disagreeing and being so poisonous we about it. We don't do it. it well. We don't do it well. So, right. we, so we can't do it at all. <clears throat> right. And it's probably better that we don't get into it rather than getting into it and making a complete hash of it.
4: Right. I remember when i first started when i first stopped drinking you'd go to like these events and i would see this oftentimes you know at large events where and i did this where if you're at a wedding and waiters are walking around and they're, you know we're doing wine or something you know what i mean everyone's getting wine i would turn my glass upside down hmm. like just yeah. pass me pass me by
5: don't even ask me
4: right so in some ways that's
5: smart so it, this is similar
4: right that I I don't even want to go there with you. I don't need to go there with you. And I'm going to signal to you by turning my glass or zipping my mouth or changing the subject. So you don't have to go there.
5: And maybe if you have a particular, you have a particularly hard time with having strong opinions, the turning of the glass over, I mean, that that could be you could be doing that symbolically by saying you know what i'm not strong enough or in control of myself enough to enter into a conversation (laughs) like this so i'm just not doing it
4: but the problem is people who have the strong opinions they're the last ones who are turning the glass over you know it's the same with alcohol right (laughs) yeah right i mean if you got a strong opinion it doesn't matter who cares look who cares because you just you're speaking your piece now by us saying this, people go, "What? You guys don't have strong opinions? You're on the you're on the radio." We do
5: have strong opinions. Of course opinions. you should have strong right. opinions.
4: Right. right? Is this an opinion show?
5: Well, we could make this a an opinion show and blow it, up the room and, and right.
4: chase away 50% of our listenership. Right? You would so, we do something here a little differently in our opinions.
5: Oh, and a lot of radio is different than this now. Oh, most radio is different than 100%. this now. Because most people are going to go for the low hanging fruit or the red right. meat and say, I believe this and I want all, I'm, I'm going to say it out loud and I'm only going to have listeners that agree with right. me on this issue. T-
4: today, today's show. Have we not laughed?
5: We have laughed.
4: There's the difference. For the sake of feeling better and, and having a better time. We choose not to go there. And I think whether that's here in this room, 50,000 watts over the tri state, or at a family gathering or at a social function, uh, we just went to a wedding. We went to a wedding, I don't know, three weeks ago. We had a great time. We sat around the table. There were four couples. I didn't know any of these people. And you know how that is. You kind know, of go, who are we going to sit with? Right? There's always that fraught, right. what's this going to be like? How's the mix going to be? The four couples, man, we had a blast. And we laughed. And it didn't delve into anything weird or unusual. So there was nothing
5: contentious that no. was brought up nope. or nothing? Mm-mm. Okay, so do you think that discretion is the better part of valor? Yes. When,
4: okay. Yes. hundred percent. False death.
6: Yeah.
5: But the article that you read from, would you say it was populist? Yes. I think it does make a good point that if there's no place other than the four walls of home – when we can safely share our opinion about something, then there's not going to be a whole lot of benefit that we gain from each other in our society.
4: Look at online. It's if, so if you want to mix it up, you want to go
2: online? It's you want to so, be part of it? No,
5: that? I don't want to be a part of that, which is why I I
4: self-select. I don't post. I, I am not going to go there. You want to carry that with you? You want to engage there? That's not pretty or kind or generous to, to anyone in any way, shape, or form. Make you feel bad about yourself and, and mankind, humankind. Right.
5: Christy, are you ever attempted to post opinions on Twitter in particular? No, never. <laughs> ever. <laughs> because,
4: because you, because you don't painful. want the backlash. Yes. Right. It hurts too much. You can't, Like That's the last thing you're going to think about before you go to bed at night? Oh, gee, I posted that. Now all of a sudden I get into a fight with that guy and that person's going to do this and that's going to Who needs that?
5: Okay, Christy, you're still in your 20s. When you're out with people who are of a similar age bracket, let's say between 25 and 40, are people talking about contentious topics? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it can get heated, and that's why I don't – I just kind of back up slowly and get out of the conversation. Does it make you feel – even if you're not expressing anything, like are you entertained by watching it or does it make you uncomfortable? A little bit of both. So it depends on who, like right. who I'm with. Because
8: if it's just like my friends and they're going at it, it's funny. But if it's like somebody brings another friend and I don't really know them, and now the conversation's getting heated, then I'm uncomfortable.
5: Oh, because it's the cringe factor. Yes, it's so high. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, Christy, do you think that we're better off or worse off for self-censoring? <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I really I
8: don't think I, I know the answer. You mean
4: here? No, no, I mean in or life, just society? in society. Well, I don't necessarily believe that we do self-censor. We all have online. If you want to, if you want to jump into that maelstrom,
5: yeah, but forget online.
4: That's where most people live their lives.
5: Okay, but I'm. But but let's not talk about that. Let's talk about when you are like actually with humans in the same space. Are you? It, it, do you? You you said at the beginning that you that you don't say what your actual opinion on right. things is. But
4: for those I love and for those I treasure, time well spent. Yes, I need to tell the truth, but I also don't want to alienate everybody around me and create hard feelings, so that we don't gather frequently. Yeah, and okay. want to be together.
5: All right, so you're prioritizing what you think is the better thing
4: for the good of all of us. Right? Nobody nobody wants to be with a blowhard, no, loud mouth. Not. Okay.
5: But think about a group of friends that you might have. Christy, same thing for you. Do you have a group of friends, whether it, it could be family, who you really can be honest with?
4: Yes. Yeah, 100%.
5: And what's that feel like?
4: Love. Authentic. You reveal who you are.
5: And do they all agree with you?
4: No. No. I know that for a fact. But I I also know that no matter what's said, they're still going to love me and be with me because they love me more than whatever the news headlines are of the day or the blowing political winds or anything like that. No matter what will happen, I believe that these people know me and love me enough that they're going to be with me. And that's so key. That's why you... You choose your friends and your family. That's why you choose your friends especially. Your family's in a, a whole other story.
5: Christy, do you have a community of people like that? Yes.
4: Hallelujah. Do you?
5: Yeah. And I was thinking as you were talking over these last few minutes that I keep thinking about those people in my head. And I think it's so easy when you can actually share what you think. And you might be wrong. And you might change your mind but they're not going to judge you for it or jump down your throat for it. No, they'll probably make or, fun of you,
4: right. which is even which better. Is fair. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Remember whenever you were like, you know, supporting blah blah blah, and you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I that wasn't like, that stupid. I lost my mind. Forgive right, me. Exactly. I love you. Okay. Good. Right. <laughs> okay.
5: I do think we're losing out societally, though. I think, I think we're the poorer for it. But I still think it's probably the better choice.
4: Does it come down to? having a better way to speak and forgive Yeah.
5: which would start with me not judging somebody else for saying the wrong thing
4: so society just in general we've lost our sense of grace
5: yeah for sure right oh there's i mean
4: there is grace oh, it's, it's you a, need we need a, grace in our lives it's
5: a merciless society right now
4: yeah all right so let's bring the mercy just trying to solve the world One coming up
5: next uh one dress eight weddings Mm -hmm. brides in one family have worn the same gown for 72 years what if they're like different sizes is
8: your marriage getting the time it deserves?
2: Life gets in the way too much.
8: We need to make this a priority.
2: To remember why God made this good sign.
8: Join us in Pittsburgh, September 23rd through the 25th, or in Akron, October 14th through the 16th. To have this time so that we can work on our marriage to such a blessing. Register today and save 50% through September 19th at WeekendToRemember.com.
12: It's ironic black people in america are the freest safest most prosperous black people in the history of the world there is no country in this world that a black person would rather be unless of course they grow up in this country Then they're fed a lie that is so deceptive.
9: The system in America was never
12: built for black people.
0: Top to bottom and for black people to
12: They actually believe the opposite of that which is true. (laughs) From executive
0: producer Larry Elder and director Justin Malone comes the continuation of their 2020 hit film. Uncle Tom.
1: It's very clear there was an intention to use black people to affect change.
0: Uncle Tom Part 2: An American Odyssey, starring Bodie Bachum, Brandon Tatum and Chad O. Jackson. Available on Salem now.
12: Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big-box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com.
10: New
6: message.
2: Hey, man, it's Devin. You know, from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. Oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. (laughs) That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat. When are we setting sail, Captain?
1: (laughs) When you get a boat,
0: you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year.
17: Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error.
1: (laughs) Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world to learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year and to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at ourpcs.org.
7: Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, In and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
4: Do you still have your wedding dress? Yes. Stored away somewhere? hmm
5: I didn't store it well. Mm. Like, I didn't pay for the, you know, yeah. whatever you do to keep it all, like, in a good Airtight. state. Yeah, I, I Airtight. never did that.
4: I saw an article in the Washington Post, one wedding dress, eight weddings, eight brides in the same family, 72 years. That's incredible. So there's a story. Her name is Adele Larson Stoneberg. Her mother in 1950 took her to Marshall Fields Department Store in downtown Chicago. She bought a dress, her wedding dress for $100 the perfect fit for a bride in 1950 and almost every decade after the fact. She then, uh, after she got married, loaned it to her two sisters for their weddings. Then as the years went on, her daughter, Adele's daughter, and then three nieces asked if they could wear it as they walked down the aisle. Oh, my gosh. And this month, 72 years after Adele Stoneberg tied the knot at Ebenezer Lutheran Church, her granddaughter, Serena Sternberg, wore the same dress At the same church. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's incredible. Yep. The granddaughter says, there was no question that I would become the eighth bride to wear the dress. It is a a long sleeve gown with a floor-length train, high collar, tiny, elegant buttons down the back. The grandmother, uh, unfortunately, is now deceased, but relatives in the pew... Pews included an aunt, her great-aunts, several cousins who had taken their own turn wearing Adele's classic gown. She said this, when I started to walk down the aisle on August 5th and thought about my grandmother also wearing the dress, the emotion hit me. Mm. I felt a special connection to her walking down the aisle on that, on that day. I mean, they said it's a, it's a very classic dress, a beautiful bodice, a mandarin collar, lots of buttons. When you touch the high-quality satin, you realize that it's way above average. She said um, uh, the dress had been taken ex- excellent care of, stored in an airtight box, and it's the perfect dress for the day. I mean, it's fabulous. I'm going to send you this article. Yeah, It shows all eight brides. You
5: have to see all the brides wearing the dress. It's fabulous. It really Really. is.
4: I mean, minor adjustments. They said they wore different veils, of course, different jewelry. Uh, One bride wore the button, the mandarin collar unbuttoned. But for the most part, it was what it was. Fabulous. Hey, thanks for being with us. We kind of ran the gamut here today as far as conversation. Podcast is up and running after we leave the show. It's the ride home. Have yourself a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. God willing.
3: Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Jerry Boyer for Townhall.com. Politics is first and foremost a war of words. Changing the definitions of words is a way to change the way people think without actually having